Hey, Princess, by Manzola. Chapter 4 Four months later. Hermione bounced from foot to foot, her boots making soft tapping noises against the concrete as she looked up through the tinted visor. The gaps echoed through the parking garage that was connected to Draco's apartment building. A soft swat hit with her leather-clad bottom. She giggled, eyes rolling. Stay still, princess, Draco smirked, his fingers fussing with the strap of her brand new helmet. It really was a bit annoying to secure. She had attempted to do it on her own, but Draco was insistent on doing it for her from the start. He'd said it was his job to take care of his backpack and make sure she was properly suited up head to toe. Last week she had told him that she was ready to ride with him, which was immediately followed up by them shagging against his kitchen counter, over the back of his sofa, and then his shower. And then yesterday he had surprised her with all of the gear she now wore. She wasn't allowed on his bike without the proper protection, even for a short trip. Draco was very strict about it, which she actually fully appreciated, so she didn't protest that once. So he presented her with the protective armoured leather pants and jacket, gloves, boots and her very own shiny black helmet. They basically matched head to toe. It was actually very cute. I feel like that's all you ever say to me, she grinned, tugging at his jacket. Draco chuckled, eyebrow arching. Well, you are quite wiggly. And there we go. He brushed her braided hair behind her shoulder and took a step back, getting a good look at her. Fuck, you look hot. Hermione flung her arms into the air rather cartoonishly. You can't even see me. I can already tell you're going to be all sorts of trouble with that helmet on. Draco rolled his eyes, pulling his own helmet on and starting fiddling with the strap. After everything was secure, his voice came through her helmet, quiet and flirty. Hey, princess, can you hear me? Hermione nearly shivered, hearing him through the Bluetooth. I can hear you, she murmured, closing the space between them, her helmeted head tilting up while his tilted down. She reached for the bottom of his helmet, tugging him down so they kissed. Are you nervous? he asked, his gloved hand grabbing her hips, pulling her even closer. She cocked her head to the side, running her own gloved hands up the front of his jacket. They were covered from head to toe and she wanted to feel his skin, but this was a whole other level of intimate that she wasn't fully prepared for. It was maybe kind of silly, but whatever. A little, but I trust you. Plus, we're not going too fast, right? No, I won't do that with you. Ever. I know, Hermione grinned. But I like confirmation. He laughed, giving her bum another swat. Show me how you greet another rider. He crossed his arms in front of his chest. Hermione threw out two fingers to the side. Police warning? He asked. She grinned, frantically tapping the top of her helmet, making him chuckle. Something on the road? She pointed a finger down and to the side to indicate whatever the thing was. Turn left? She threw her arm out straight to the left. Right? She bent the same arm's elbow, making a fist by her head. And none of that wiggling, Draco added, helmet cocking to the side. Hermione chuckled. I know. No wiggling, except for red lights. You said I could move around if I needed to. Right, Draco nodded, 
helping her to shrug on the natural backpack that held everything that was previously in her purse, plus his wallet and phone. Are you ready? Her stomach was flipping over and over. She was anxious, but not really scared. She really did trust Draco. Also, she'd been reading a lot about motorcycles, which obviously was different than actually being on one, but it's what she did. Read. And while Draco wouldn't take her for rides without her being ready and without the proper gear, he'd allowed her to sit on the back of his bike with him so she could get a feel for it. She felt prepared enough, while still being a bit nervous, which she thought was probably good, since it would make her pay more attention. I'm ready. Hermione gave a nod, taking a deep breath. Watching Draco mount his bike was a show in itself, the way he swung his long leg over and settled down onto the seat. It was a bit sexy. Hermione was glad for her helmet so he wouldn't see her blush, but he did hear the little pleased noise she made, which made him chuckle and shake his head. She took one last big breath before taking Draco's hand, bracing her foot on one of the foot pedals that Draco had installed days ago just for her. And then, with a little effort, she was sitting right behind her boyfriend. Boy, she whispered. She could do this. She wanted to do this, truly. All right, Draco asked, turning his upper body to look back at her. You don't have to do this if you're scared, love. I'm okay, Hermione assured him. It's just really happening. I promise I'm okay. I want to do this with you. They looked at each other through their helmets for a moment before Draco nodded and turned back around, facing away. Hermione leaned forward, slipping her arms around Draco's waist, pressing against his back. She grinned. Okay, this was nice. I like this. Draco's hand covered her folded ones as he leaned back against her his other hand reaching back to give her knee a tight and reassuring rub. Me too. I'm ready to go meet up with the boys now. She gave him a tight squeeze before relaxing again. Yes. Draco got ready, one foot kicking the stand-up, the bike moving slightly as he stabilised it, the engine roaring to life. The sound reverberated through the parking garage, sending a little thrill of Hermione's spine. He revved the engine a couple of times, and then they were off. At first, it was a little terrifying, Hermione admitted to herself. Two wheels, no safety belts, no airbags, roof or side doors. If her parents were still around, they would have scolded her for hours. She held on to Draco around the middle tightly, her breath caught in her throat, shoulders tense and eyes wide as they rode down the street. Draco was effortless, of course. He'd been riding for just about half his life. He was confident, but careful, with her as a passenger. When they stopped at a red light, Hermione let her shoulders relax, grinning when Draco let his hands fall back to her calves, holding her as she held on to him. It made her feel better, and she was finally able to let her firm grip around his middle soften a bit, her gloved hands rubbing up and down his chest through his jacket. Can I tell you something. Draco's voice murmured through the Bluetooth. She nodded, giving him a squeeze. Please do. He leaned back into her hold, one of his hands sliding back to grip her thigh. I've been having Theo ride around with me twice a week for the last four months, because I've never had a passenger before. He's been a good sport about it. 
Hermione's heart, she swore, grew ten sizes. Sometimes he was just so fucking cute she could barely stand it. She smiled wide and breathed a laugh, giving him another tight squeeze. God, I wish I could kiss you right now. You really never had one before. Draco held back on his handlebars, because the light turned green. They were off again, riding down the street. Didn't ever want one. And then you turned that corner in your pretty little crown, and it's all I could think about. Her heart grew more, bottom lip catching between her teeth. Yeah? Yeah. There was the sound of his smirk in his voice as he turned a corner. Hermione leaned with him like it was a second nature, following his body. Good girl, he murmured. That was perfect. Oh, he was so getting laid tonight. Hermione grinned, turning her head and resting it between his shoulders, as she watched the buildings and people walking on the sidewalk as they rode down the street. A couple of people waved, and she waved back. Doing all right, love? Draco spoke again, turning another corner. She leaned with him again. You're impressing the hell out of me with these turns. She blushed. Well, we did move well together. He chuckled deeply. That we do. They rode for another fifteen minutes until Draco pulled over at a little delicatessen, where they loaded up on several sandwiches and bags of crisps. Draco asked Hermione about a half-dozen times if her backpack was too heavy, which it certainly wasn't, but she grinned at his concern. Hermione had also snagged some sweets, because she knew the guys had a ridiculous sweet tooth. Two chocolate bars for Theo for helping Draco prepare for the past four months. Are we meeting them here? Hermione asked with a soft laugh when Draco started pulling into a parking garage. Yeah, Draco answered, leaning forward a little while he drove up the ramp. Hermione leaned with him, only wincing slightly as the sound of his bike roared and echoed off the concrete walls. It's your first trip out, I didn't want to push it too far. We'll hang out here sometimes, because no one really parks on the top level. A ridiculous man, but Hermione grinned at her boyfriend's concern. The amount of sex you're getting tonight is astronomical, Draco Malfoy. He snorted a laugh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She hummed, sliding down a hand to rest low on his abdomen. Careful, princess. He teased a warning, driving up another ramp. You keep teasing me, you'll find yourself in a world of trouble. Of course, by trouble, he meant she'd end up having more orgasms than she knew what to do with. Shagged, stupid, nearly blacking out from pleasure. Oh, what a threat that was. Please, someone help her poor little soul. Oh no, she deadpanned. Whatever will I do? Are you being a brat? Her eyes widened as she bit her lip, leaning with another turn before they rode up the last ramp to the top level. I'd never... Are you sure? Because it sounds like you're being a little bit of a brat, princess. Draco had a grin in his voice. Fuck it. Hey, Draco. Yes? I'm not wearing any knickers. The bike came to a stop at the top of the ramp. Draco turned his upper body and flipped his visor up to look at her, a soft breath of a laugh coming through the Bluetooth, silver eyes lighting up. Oh, love. You're really going to get it now. Hermione flipped her visor up too, winking at him. Bring it on, posh boy. He chuckled like he knew a filthy secret, because he did, head shaking as he turned back around and put the bike back into motion. Draco's friends were already there waiting for them, parked in the far corner of the nearly empty lot, 
their bikes lined up behind them. Helmets still on, of course. Hermione giggled again when they all started clapping, Adrian bouncing a little on his feet, Theo pumping his fist into the air like a wolf and whistling. Blaze kept clapping, nodding his head. You're in one piece, Adrian yelled. Caught up in the moment, Hermione leaned back while Draco came to a stop in front of the three men, her arms lifting in victory. She flipped her visor up and hopped off the bike so Draco could back in next to Blaze. Blaze came up to her, slinging an arm over her shoulders, his dark eyes crinkled with his hidden smile. Well, how was it? It was great, Hermione nodded, grinning when Draco was suddenly there, fiddling with a strap on her helmet so she could take it off. Watch those hands, Sabini. Draco leaned over to Blaze, knocking his helmet against the other man's lightly. I'm being perfectly respectful, thank you. You goddamn caveman! Hermione laughed, eyes rolling. Over the past four months, she'd grown to know Draco's friends better. She liked them a lot. They always made her feel included. They were all a good little group. All of them being posh boys with a rebellious streak. All of them obviously having some sort of issues with their family. They were bonded like brothers. Blaze came along with Draco when he dropped by the bookshop every now and then to bring her coffee. Theo ganged up with her to poke fun at Draco. They'd known each other since they were babies, so he had all the best stories. Adrian was a goof and constantly teased Draco that he'd get Hermione on the back of his bike first, just to see the blonde glare. Hermione was glad Draco had his friends. He needed them like they needed him. She'd already learned so much about her boyfriend. His family was awful and elitist and overbearing, and had him stuck in the family business still. He was trying to find a way out. He would. Draco kept her away from his family as much as possible, which, after an impromptu meeting with his father, running into Lucius while she was out to dinner with Draco, was enlightening. She didn't question it. Draco wanted to travel more, and he wanted to write. That's what her blonde, tattooed biker wanted to do with his life, to become an author. He wanted a simple life of summer travelling and words, and she wanted that so badly for him. He read non-fiction, but wrote in ethereal fictional words. He already started writing, and let her read some of his work, but hadn't done anything with the three novels he'd completed. His words were beautiful and elegant. He was so talented. It made her jealous. And yes, he wrote about sex, too, and yes, it was just about as good as when he made love to her. One day they would tuck away in her own place, where Draco would have his own little office where he'd create gorgeous worlds with words. Hermione would bring him tea and kiss his furrowed brow. You need to eat, love, she would whisper. He'd sigh, but know she was right, grinning before he swept her up in his arms. He'd kiss her hand where she wore the ring he'd given her one day. It would be a simple diamond, white gold like the ring around his finger. He'd only take off his ring when he rode his bike. He'd get a band tattooed around his finger so he'd never really be without it. Hermione imagined a spring wedding with trailing bouquets in a lush green field. Small and intimate with just their friends. He wouldn't want his father there, of course, even though he'd probably show up anyways trying to talk Draco out of it. It would be a thing that almost ruins their perfect day. Theo, Blaze and Adrian wouldn't let that happen, and neither would Harry or Ginny or even Ron. He was coming around to dislike Draco less. By the time of the wedding, Hermione suspects Ron will be perfectly civil. 
He'd grin and ask her to wear her pretty little crown for the big day. She'd roll her eyes, but pop it on right before walking down the aisle. He'd kiss her the moment she stood beside him, and he'd lean over and kiss her in the middle of the ceremony. He didn't care if it wasn't the proper time to do so yet. So yes, one day they would marry. And one day Hermione would go back to university for her teaching degree. Draco was so encouraging, he was so good about supporting whatever she wanted to do. And she wanted to teach. Chemistry, of course. One day she would. He'd publish. She'd teach. They'd marry and grow together. They'd have long road trips on his bike. They'd spend their days learning more and more each day, loving and kissing, and shagging the daylights out of each other, let's be honest. God, they had so much sex. It was so fucking good. He'd always called her princess. Always. Like now. Where'd you go, princess? Hermione blinked, biting her bottom lip as she looked up at Draco. He'd taken her helmet off and taken his off as well. She just smiled, shaking her head. Just thinking. You okay? He frowned, his hand slipping her backpack from her shoulders and handing it off to Theo, who was chatting and laughing with Adrian and Blaze. She nodded. I was thinking of... one day. Draco gave her a small grin. Yeah? They've talked about one day before, many times. It was his favourite thing to talk about lately. He'd whisper about it while he buried into her slowly. He'd send her little texts while she was at work about it. He'd talk about one day when she curled into his lap after they got back from work. Draco loved talking about one day. He loved talking about it because he loved her. He told her the morning after that first night together. Yes, it was too soon to say. Yes, it made her eyes go wide and a nervous laugh escape from her lungs. And yes, she said it back. They were both ridiculous. Hermione had surrendered to it, but she knew that she meant it, and knew that he meant it, as surreal as it felt to say to a man she barely knew. She had absolutely meant it. Because when you know, you know. Thank you for listening to Hey Princess by Madzola. Join us next time for more Dramini stories. Thank you.